Nothing But The Words, episode number 96, Writing Through Your Anger. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going well. Today, I want to talk a little bit about writing about topics that actually anger you, topics that raise your blood pressure and push your buttons. And I don't know about you, but there's plenty going on in the world today that makes me angry. (laughs) I don't love feeling angry, but it does happen. And so often, especially if you're writing your own story in a personal or even a professional memoir, part of that story will include moments that may have infuriated you. Even if you're writing as the expert on a topic, not writing a memoir, not writing about your own personal story, you may have come to that topic because of a negative experience. If you want to take a stand against sex trafficking, for example, or the injustices of the so-called criminal justice system, or the failures of the American healthcare system, even if they didn't specifically impact you, you may feel angry about the way they function in the world. If you're writing about the history of the Jim Crow South, then you might reasonably feel some sense of anger about the topics you have to write about. In 2020, many of my clients went through a period of feeling like they were angry in their writing just because of everything that was going on around us and how it impacted what they were writing about. That's just real. But how do you handle that anger when you're writing your book? Your anger can come out on the page in a number of ways, some destructive and some that serve your readers well. Obviously, any use of negative terms, for example, to describe people who disagree with you can come across as immature and biased and is likely to harm the success of your book. So we're not looking to do anything like that. It would certainly have a chance of turning off anyone who was on the fence about the topic. And if you're trying to win people over or persuade them, anger is often not a great way to do it. It makes people defensive. They take a defensive stance. Writing that focuses on the problem without offering any solutions or which offers no hope can also come across as angry and unproductive. Snarky language and sarcasm can turn off readers, especially since the meaning can be lost on the page. You don't have tone to convey what you're trying to say. Although I will confess, I do love well well done sarcasm. Some experts might tell you that you shouldn't share your anger in your book at all, that you should be neutral and you should remove the emotion. But I do not believe that is always the case. In my experience, there are ways you can channel that anger that help you write a book that's more effective. So how do you do that? Well, first, consider your audience. Different people will receive your anger in different ways. I remember walking through the student union as a first year college student during a festival. This was so long ago and it's still, (laughs) I still remember it because it was so impactful on me. There was an older man in a vendor booth at the festival and by older, I mean, he was probably in his thirties or early (laughs) forties compared to me at 17. That was older. Now, this brother had a commanding presence and a strong voice, but he was clearly angry about what he was talking about. He was yelling and gesticulating, not out of control in any way, just showing his anger. For a small town girl like me, 
that felt like aggression and it made me just completely tune him out. But my friend Cameron, who was with me, was totally into what this man was saying. Even though I had been exposed to a lot of ideas, my experience was extremely limited. And most of what I knew, I had learned from books. I did not like being yelled at by anyone, so I could not receive this man's message. Cameron, on the other hand, was a grown man. He had served time in the Navy and returned to college after completing his service. So he was probably 25 years old at the time. He was older than I was. And he had seen more of the world. And after his time in the military, men yelling at him did not faze him. So when Cameron asked me what I thought of what the vendor was saying, I told him I had no opinion because I can't listen to people yelling at me. I can't receive a message through anger. But Cameron could receive it. He was that vendor's audience and I wasn't. So consider your audience. Are you talking to someone who is already on your side? You are not likely to win over anyone to your side of an argument with anger. But if you're trying to rally the troops, people who agree with you and who you want to fire up to take action, then they might connect with your anger. They might feel the same anger, especially if you give them something to do with that anger, some way to channel it that can make a real difference. Then within reason, that anger might serve a purpose. Second, consider how you want to be seen. If you're writing about something that's personal to you, perhaps some abuse or mistreatment you suffered in your life, you can absolutely share the anger you felt about that experience. You can even express that you still feel angry about it. But show us other sides of you too, because you are more than your anger. Show your readers your sadness and your insights and your growth and your joy. Show your readers your flaws and your gifts. Listen, when you publish your book, you send your representative off into the world. So many people will read your book and form an opinion of you before they even meet you or instead of ever meeting you, your book will be all they know about you. If you want to be seen as an angry person, if that's the image you're cultivating, by all means, go ahead and be the angry author. Just write your pure anger. But if you're human and multifaceted like the rest of us, consider balancing the anger you share with all the other sides of you. So consider your audience and consider how you want to be seen when you're writing about these topics that might cause you to feel angry. And third, consider what you want your readers to do. If your writing is destructive, and by by that I mean if your writing appeals to your readers' lowest impulses, if it might spur people to behave in a destructive manner, then I'm going to say your anger is not serving anyone. You can call for your readers to tear down the patriarchy, for example, but the methods you give them to do so will make all the difference. You can't call for them to burn down the building of the all-male social club because it represents patriarchy. That is not productive, (laughs) but you can encourage them to protest those systems in other ways, even from a place of sharing that it makes you angry. Show your readers how you channel your anger to make meaningful change. And give them ways to do the same thing. You can share with your readers that you are still angry about being harassed on your job, but also show them how you've moved on from that situation, what you've learned, how you've used it to maybe help other people. Your book should serve your readers in a constructive way, whether it enlightens, instructs, entertains, illuminates, or all of the above. But in most cases, that does not mean you have to be emotionless in your writing or hide your true response to situations. 
You can write about what makes you angry and still leave your readers better off for having read your book. You are a complete human being with a full range of human emotions and even anger can have a place in your book. That's all for this week's episode, my friends. For more writing tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Candace L. Davis. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.